In this week's Complaint Corner, Spider-Man Far From Home, Avatar, and some other shit, this is Critically Complained. Hi, I'm Adam, and this is Steve, and first we are talking about Spider-Man Far From Home. So, now that Avengers Endgame has uh, been graced uh, upon us, we uh, finally get a Spider-Man trailer that has spoilers for it, and man... Yeah, okay, one sec, hold on for a second. Uh Um, Fucking Avengers has been all anybody's fucking talking about, so there's no goddamn news on anything, or at least there wasn't (laughs) a lot of news anyway. So forgive us for not having a lot to say, because it's not about fucking Avengers. Yeah, I mean, it it is kind of. Okay, but the rest, (laughs) not all of it is. The point is, uh, there's no, not a lot yeah. of interesting things happening that people are taking notice of that we can pundit about. Yes. No, this has been a slow week for news, so uh, it's going to be a relatively short episode. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to give you our thoughts on the stuff that we have. And the first first one of that is Spider-Man Far From Home. So I just want to take a moment and say, good job, Sony. You didn't release this trailer before Endgame. Good job. <laughs> yeah, great job. Can you imagine? Can you imagine how awful that would have been? Like, because they could have. They could have done whatever the fuck they wanted. No one could, like, you know, Disney would have been pissed, but they couldn't stop them. It's it's Sony's movie, technically. I mean, yeah, I guess. God, that would have been but so terrible. But are you going to really try to square up with the global conglomerate titan of Disney? <laughs> Are you going to tell Disney to fuck Disney's off? Disney's like, bitch, we just bought Fox. Do you think we can't own you if we, like, if we didn't want to? I mean, shit. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Um, I mean, Disney yeah, but... is one of the three pillars of the Illuminati, so they absolutely 100% could just buy or murder Sony if they wanted to. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I'm still, I'm I, now, that, now that Disney owns the X-Men, I, I'm actually, I'm really, really hoping that they just, like, throw sony a ridiculous amount of money and it's just like give us spider-man like we want it i don't know we want it we're gonna have it it before but just fucking like i yeah just do that you know i think think it'd be much better of a of a thing now if they didn't buy spider-man they just bought sony like can (laughs) you imagine how fucking petty that would be it's like you have one thing i want i'm just gonna buy your entire existence to get it (laughs) yep basically um, but, uh, anyway, so this trailer also introduced us to the concept of the multiverse. Oh I was not God, expecting yeah, that. I totally forgot about that. Holy shit. I was not I expecting that. I can't believe we're doing this. Uh, I, okay, I, I think it's bullshit. That's my, th- I, I think that, that Mysterio is pulling their leg, and I'm thinking that this is like a, like a, like a setup. Like, it's like, they're going to introduce the idea of the multiverse in this movie, but it's not going to actually be the multiverse, and that way, down the line, they can actually do the multiverse. First of all, the multiverse is already canon in the cinematic universe. We know that because we saw Doctor Strange. That's true, actually. You're you're technically correct that there is. But that's different, though, because with Doctor Strange, there yes, there are different dimensions and shit, but, like, we weren't, like, we're talking about, like, you know, a completely alternate Earth. Like, I'm talking, like, f- the Flash TV show level of, like, there are alternate yous out there. Sure. Like, they haven't, they haven't even touched that at all. And that's what they're kind of going for here. It's like, oh, yeah, Mysterio's from Earth, just not our Earth. Right. It's a different one in another dimension. Also, can we, and... take, can we take a quick aside to talk about how fucking Mysterio is the villain? 
Yeah, it's so obvious. Like, I mean, maybe it's because we already know Mysterio. No, I'm not talking I... about the fact that, oh, he's the villain. I'm talking about Mysterio is the villain. <laughs> and, complete with fishbowl. It looks great. I love it. I'm But, like, I'm I can't love. believe that was something people actually picked. Like, they've worked so hard to try to make a comic book costume work in movies. And for the most part, they have succeeded. I mean, a lot of the times they just get rid of the mask. The mask is usually the weirdest part. But yeah. Yeah. You know, for the most part, they've done away with that. But if you get rid of the fishbowl, it's no longer Mysterio. But if you have the fishbowl, <laughs> you have a fishbowl. Yes, yes, you do. You know? Like, I love it. I'm not going to lie. I fucking love it. I, I'm i so glad you know what? they're going I can't for even it. complain, but I just think that's amazing that we're at a point now where you can make a movie about Mysterio and no one's like, yeah, that's stupid. Everyone's like, ooh, Spider-Man movie. Just mm-hmm. like I am. Like, ooh, Spider-Man movie. And I, <laughs> I that's it. Yeah, no, I, I I love it. I'm I, I tune think in next week for the Thinker. I, I think that this is like the actually the Thinker was already in Spider-Man: Homecoming. He was the guy who was who was like designing all the little weapons and shit. Oh, or no, really? that's was that tink- supposed to be him. No, wait, I'm sorry, not Thinker. That's the Tinkerer. That's who oh, that was. Oh, the Tinkerer. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. Um, yeah, actually, Spider-Man: uh, Homecoming actually had a lot of Spider-Man villains kind of mixed in there. Like, obviously you have Vulture, but you also have Tinkerer, you have Shocker, and they actually did a very, very, like, loose setup for Scorpion. Like, there's this one guy, like, the guy who, like, in the, at the very end of the movie, who, like, asks Vulture in, uh, prison about, like, hey, I heard you know who Spider-Man is. You should fucking tell me or I'm gonna kill you. That guy is supposed to become Scorpion, weirdly enough. Whoa, hang on. Hold the phone. When did that happen? At the very end of the movie, it's like a post credit scene where Vulture is, like, in prison and then this one scary-looking guy is, like, you know, I heard you know who Spider-Man is, and then Vulture is just like, if I knew who Spider-Man was... I wouldn't fucking be here, something like that. Of course, we know that he does know, but he's yeah, just... Yeah, I, I yeah. don't remember that at all. Oh, well, it happened. I've, I've seen the movie a couple times, so yeah, all right, it, it I happened. must have not stayed till the end then. Well, the point is that they're, like, one of, like, the very, very minor villains in that movie is Scorpion. And actually, while I'm on the subject, because I'm thinking about it, the guy who's played by, uh, I can't think of his name, Childish Gambino... Um, mm-hmm. the, the guy, the guy who played Lando, I can't, I, I can't think of his name. The guy who played Lando? Yeah. The, you know, the, the guy who played Lando in Solo, a Star Wars, in, in Solo, a Star Wars oh, story. that one. That yes. guy. What, what about him? He is Prowler from, uh, the Ultimate Universe. Or at least his. He is? Yeah. Well, I mean, sort of yes and no. His name, his name is Aaron Davis and Aaron Davis is the Prowler yeah. in that I mean, we, we're not in the ultimate universe. Well, no, it. but cool. he mentioned that he had a nephew and that nephew in the alternate universe is Miles Morales. So yep, maybe yep, that's sure what, maybe maybe that's what they're doing. That'd be cool. But anyway, mm-hmm. doesn't matter uh, what we're talking about is Spider-Man Far From Home. I do. I don't believe it. I don't believe that they're going to actually do the multiverse in this movie. I, I don't trust oh, Mysterio well, I for do. a fucking 100%. second. Really? I don't. Oh, yeah. No way. No fucking way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Why? Why would you because believe that? Because they need that, to have alternate universes that's... to make more money. Well, of course they do, but like I'm well, not there saying you go. I'm not saying they shouldn't do multiple. They, they shouldn't do alternate universes necessarily. I just think that Spider-Man is the wrong time to do that. At least right now, the Spider-Man that they've set up so far, I just don't think that now is the is the correct time. But then again, maybe they could have like maybe because clearly Peter's really fucked up from 
uh, spoilers for Endgame. Okay. Um, clearly, Peter is really fucked up because of Iron Man's death. So maybe that's like a motivation for him. It's just like, you know, on an alternate universe, Iron Man is still alive. And then maybe that's like why he wants to get involved. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just kind of. That sounds dumb. I'm just spitballing here. I hope that's not the, that's not the case. I don't want them to do. Dude, multiverse stuff gets so complicated so fast. The only one, like one of the only ones that I've seen that does it really, really well is um, Into the Spider-Verse. Like that does a really fucking good job. But I like, did enjoy Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, I forgot. You saw it? That's good. I did. Okay. Fantastic. Um, but, like, like that one did a really good job. I'm not saying that multiverse stuff is necessarily bad. But then you've got shit like The Flash, where, where like, every literally every season they just bring in a new Harrison Wells for no mm-hmm. reason other than because they can. And that's, like, mildly amusing to a certain point, but after a while, it just gets kind of annoying and stale. You know, that's that's a really good explanation of, or example of good versus bad multiverse. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I forgot how like shit the Flash is. I, I it's you know it's funny because I actually have been watching the Flash again. I I decide I just I had a I had a sudden craving for cheese, so I was like, you know, I want to watch the Flash. And then do you want to know what I did? What I did, Steve? I I watched the Flash. I finished the season I was on. And then I started watching Arrow again. I'm in the middle of watching Arrow again. I'm catching up on that. I can't believe I'm... I don't know. I was in the mood. I'll I'll probably, you know, get out of it in, like, you know, a week or something. But I was feeling it. I was like, you know, I'm in the mood for something that's kind of dumb and cheesy. You know, like a Silver Age kind of a comic style thing. I'm I'm down. I wanted to give it a shot. And it's been fun. I have to just, like, not take it seriously. If I'm, like... Sitting there critiquing writing and like you failed this city. Yeah, like if I if I'm like sitting there and like and actually trying to take it seriously and like crit, like I have to turn off my critic brain and just watch it and just have fun with it and it's not so bad. It's 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 kind of fun. So I mean, I I'll have to take your word for it. I haven't seen an episode of uh, Arrow and or Flash in god a bajillion years and <laughs> i don't feel my life has suffered much from that so no no you're really I, not you're not missing anything it's a, they're not shows i would recommend they're just shows that i find mildly entertaining and i was in the mood for it so here we are um so back to spider-man, Spider-Man. how neat is it that mary jane figured out that spiders oh that, yeah that spider is peter man yeah that's what i meant that to say. spider is peter man <laughs> great good job steve nailed it first try um yeah, I thought that that was kind of cool, too. I hope that, like, a part of me hopes that she's just fucking with him, but then actually does figure it out later. Like, I hope they didn't, that that's not, she didn't actually figure it out, and, like, that's this that we saw that scene in the trailer. It's like, whoa. Oh, no, I disagree. I think I that know. was actually her figuring out. I think that's the perfect way to do it for this iteration of I Spider-Man. Suppose fa- I suppose since he's such fair. a goober and so bad at keeping his secret. Yeah, he I really is. The, even his, even yeah. in a world where it's, it should be blisteringly obvious who superheroes are if you spend more than one day in their life. But, you know, it, they set her up to be the smart one, and he's just so inept that it feels like that's the exact perfect way for this to happen. I suppose He's going to go tell her, and she's like, oh, duh. Is it, you know, remember how we went to DC Spider-Man? and Spider-Man yeah. was there, and only the six of us were from? The... Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, I figured it out pretty much immediately. Yeah. Remember that time during... Uh, the, the the alien invasion when you were on the bus on the bridge and jumped off the bus and a hundred million people saw you leave the bus. <laughs> yeah, we all figured it out. 
<laughs> you're right, Steve. You're, I mean, you're not wrong. It's like, hey, weird. I just saw Spider-Man swinging away. Where's Peter? Oh, bizarre. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like if anybody ever looked back, not that they probably would, but if anybody looked back, they'd be like, yo, where's Peter? Or if anybody was really paying attention, they'd be like, hey, Spider-Man just jumped off that bus. If I survive this, I'm going to tr- look at that bus's license plate number, find its route, and see how many kids are on it, and I'm going to find out who Spider-Man is. Dude, it's it, it's even more obvious than that. In Infinity War, when he jumps out the bus, all he does is put the mask on. He's still wearing the clothes he was wearing. Yeah, that's that's also true. Like, yeah. like, 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 well, okay, like, you oh, can't look, just be it's... like, hey, which, which high school kid's got this backpack? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. that could do it, but... No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that for the kids that are on the bus, they're just like, oh, shit, it's Peter. But he's Spider-Man. But, oh, he's wearing a Spider-Man mask. And swinging. when he was in the school and he jumps over the fence during school time. Yeah. Not wearing his costume at all. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That all... Basically, the Spider-Man was asking to be caught, so it's a good thing she figured it out instead of... Actually, you know what? No, Falcon... <laughs> the Vulture figured it out first, but... Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But the she, point is... Honestly, maybe, I totally she, maybe she did figure it out first, and she just didn't say anything yet. You, you think know so? I mean? Maybe. I don't know. I'm just... You think she saw him, like, struggling to put on his onesie in the bathroom or something one day, and it's like, yeah, all right, I'll just keep that to myself. So, I, I, I know... I think we briefly talked about this before, but I just wanted to, like, reiterate again. I find it very strange that this movie... Everything seems so normal and upbeat, and, like, they're going on a class trip, mm-hmm. and, like... I don't think it's a class trip. I think it's, like, a maybe friendcation it's, or something. I don't know. There's a... It's, like, the entire class. I feel like it's a class trip. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I mean, maybe they're just friends with everybody in their class. But, like, it doesn't matter. I've heard people do matter. that. I have it never doesn't... experienced it, but I think that's how you do it. It doesn't matter. The point is... They're going on this big trip. Everyone looks everyone looks happy. Everyone's like go, having this big vacation. Looks like it's a grand old time. And this is 5 years in the future after half of the population mysteriously disappeared. Yeah, I think they're just going to ask you to please forget that that 5-year jump happened because a lot of things about the world should be very messed up and there should be a lot of disconnect in 5 years of progression without these people and I think the, the takeaway is just to think it, it didn't happen. Just pretend it didn't happen. I don't know. It's 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 really weird when you think about it. Like it's like maybe they're going to address it in the movie. Maybe I hope that they do. But Probably and not. like maybe like that there's going to be a bit of a time jump in the movie. Like maybe it's like six months after. Well, I'm sure there's Endgame. a bit of one. But like, you know, if if it's like six months, I could maybe see like things are starting to come back together again. Maybe. Uh, or, I don't um, think six months is enough time. I think we should be on the sixth month of the endless party train of getting the entire world back in one piece. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we should still be in the middle of the orgy. <laughs> I mean, I, dude, can you even imagine how much sex would happen after the fucking... Oh, my God. You know how there was like a baby boomer thing? There would be an entire generation <laughs> of people who were born with the same birthday. <laughs> or at least you're, you're, around the same birthday. Yeah, around the same birthday. there are so birthday. many couples or whatever that got de-dusted. We're like, we're going to make a kid right now <laughs> in the street. Right now. <laughs> No, I mean, I completely agree. It's kind of insane when you think about it. So actually, Thanos' plan backfired super hard because not only did all the people come back, but now there's going to be so many more of them. You know, actually, that reminded me. uh, I was reading this online. People were, like, talking about, like, uh, like, 
the end of Endgame and what things would happen, like, what things wouldn't be fixed. Remember how we were talking about how, like, okay, yeah, he killed half the population, but, like, a big chunk of people would die after that from, like, car crashes and plane crashes and, uh, you know, and hospitals that, like, can no longer function because, you know, half of the doctors are gone and all this other shit. All those people that died are still dead. You know what I mean? So, yep, like, I would true. say at least several thousand people, if not, like, a few million people, are still very much dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so, shit, actually. That hang on. sucks. I, just thought, I don't know if I thought of this before, but I'm thinking of it now. If Thanos' snap was truly random and it only killed half the people, assuming it killed half the people on a planet, not just, you know, in the universe, cumulatively, assuming oh, yeah. every planet got its own thing cut in half, is it possible to only have men or women left over. Theoretically. So that means that even if... Statistically, yeah. Yeah, so that means that you could have an entire population go extinct in a single generation Mm -hmm. because there's no reproduction happening. Mm -hmm. So thanks, Thanos, you dingus. Yeah, no. I mean, statistically, it's extremely unlikely for that to happen. Yeah, but in the infinite cosmos of the universe, it has to have happened at least one time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, for those five years, it was just a bunch of a bunch of guys just you know whacking off, feeling yeah, sorry for themselves, just wandering around the the wilderness, angry and frustrated <laughs> because there's no women. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it it would be really bad. And then like you know they'd unsnap and it would just be, oh, it'd be bad. <laughs> those poor women. It would be. It would be bad. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry <laughs> for those poor women. Oh God. Yeah. No. Um. It's kind of crazy, like, all the things that could happen with the snap. Uh, like, when you really think about how much it would fuck the world up. Like, it would fuck the world so fucking hard. And, I don't know. I, I feel like unsnapping everyone, while a very great thing, is only, like, the first step in, like, recovery. You know what I mean? It's like, alright, mm-hmm. we fixed the thing that fucked us up in the first place, but now we still have to deal with, like the fallout and all of the rebuilding. And... I still really, I don't remember if they explained it in the movie now, but I kind of just wish they had gone back to the moment right after he had snapped and just killed him there instead of waiting again. Cause like bringing people back five years later is great and everything, but it would have been so much easier in the universe if you had just, no, done it I prefer it this way to be honest, as much as it makes me like question things. I absolutely prefer that. Like, like, Infinity War needed to have a lasting impact. Like, yes, they undid the snap, but if they had just, like, completely rewritten that that five-year span, it would have felt yeah. like it wasn't earned. Like, it's like... I, I guess it would have felt cheaper that way, certainly. It would have but... felt so cheap. I would have been mad, honestly. I prefer... I think that what they did was the best thing they could have done, uh, like, from a storytelling standpoint. Uh, I just, I, I don't think it, it, any other way would have been better and would have felt earned, but while also giving us the characters back. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I agree. You know what, though? Uh, Spider-Man, Adam. Oh, yeah, Spider-Man. Wow, we are we always veer... Oh, okay, to be fair, this is related to Spider-Man. We're not that far off sure, base. Sure, sure. Uh, but yeah, Spider-Man. So, this movie looks good. Uh, it, it looks like a lot more action-packed than Homecoming was, and I loved Homecoming, but I, I will admit that I do kind of wish there was more Spider-Man and a mm-hmm. little bit less Peter Parker. And like, so well, and this movie I looks love like the that's Peter Parker we have, and I love the Spider-Man we have, and I can't wait to get more of it. So I have zero complaints. Ten out of ten, best movie. 
from Homecoming or no, no, this new one for this new one. Oh, okay, well, great, good. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's so nice to uh, hear you be positive, Steve. I love it. Well, just make more things like Spider Man, or just make more Spider Man, and I'll be happy. <laughs> okay, great. Everything should be Spider Man. <laughs> I love that you're a Spider Man fanboy, Steve. This is just the best, the best thing ever. Morning coffee, Spider Man. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. So uh, Disney had this big thing where they announced their like movie lineup for like the next 10 years or something like not every movie, but like, you know, they, they announced a lot of movies and like specific release dates. And a part of that is that the Avatar movies got delayed again, which is hilarious. I'm pretty sure the first the, the first sequel was going originally going to come out in 2018. Uh, but now it is coming out in 2021 officially. Well, I say officially until it gets delayed for the, like, 16th time. Um, I, I, I will say yet again that I don't fucking care. I don't I don't care about the Avatar movies. I, I well, movie, and now we're going to get, like, three more of them, and I just don't care. I, 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 I really, really don't need more of these. What do you think, Steve? Sorry, okay, all right. So, full disclosure, uh, I'm sitting here eating a Cadbury cream egg like the fat fuck that I am because I found it because I found it in my bedroom this morning and I got excited about that. And I I got it, I made a mess all over my hands with it and I just touched my eye and I got sugar paste in it and it really hurts. <laughs> what is happening? All right. Well, uh, what are your right. thoughts on Avatar? So anyway, uh, the thing about Av- <laughs> the thing about Avatar is fuck them. I don't care. Uh, ow. All right. Ow. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. sorry. I'm sorry, Steve, for your, <laughs> sorry. for your sugar pain right yeah. now. Oh man. It's so good, but it makes you feel disgusting <laughs> and it hurts even more when you put it in the wrong orifice. <laughs> anyway. Oh my God. So, right. but takeaway, sorry, the, go the ahead. Now, you know what? I think this is a perfect, uh, summation of our opinions on Avatar. We're talking about Avatar and then you just go off about how you, or you put sugar in your eye on accident. Well, and, I like, mean, it just, it shows pressing. how little... I think I would have talked about it regardless. I wanted you to understand why I wasn't talking to you. It's because no, it's I was okay. trying to blink away the pain from right. the off orange colored goo that's now in my eyeball. I, I really, I don't, I, I don't have anything more. Uh, so I guess the way well, sorry, it's... Okay, let's, I, I, I want to talk about Avatar though. All right, fine. Go ahead. Say your Avatar. Fuck them. Don't feel. care. Okay. Basically, I, I don't give a shit about the first Avatar, and it baffles the mind that there's going to be not one, but a handful of sequels three, to it, and I just more. frankly do, could not give less of a shit, and the fact that it's delayed impacts my life to such a negligible degree that well, I see, forgot Avatar Here's the thing that pisses me up. off, and this is going to be my next little thing. So, the way it's going to work is 2021 Avatar, and then 2022 Star Wars which I'm super excited about because, you know, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I love Star Wars. So it's going to be... Hush your mouth. It's going to be Avatar in twenty in 21, Star Wars in 22, Avatar again in 23, Star Wars, Avatar, Star Wars. So, you know, we get three of each back, you know, you know every other year or whatever. Um, and I hate it. I, I hate that... Do you, I want more Star Wars movies. I mean, okay, maybe... <sighs> As hard as it as it is for me to say, I'm okay with Star Wars taking a break. I do think that taking a three-year break is a little long, but I, I can accept it. I think that that's a decent amount of time to kind of let things cool off a bit because there's a lot of 
there's a lot of negativity in the Star Wars fandom right now, especially with The Last Jedi, and I'm sure there's going to be all kinds of bullshit surrounding the next movie. Even if it's really good, I know it's going to have its haters because because there's so many haters of The Last Jedi that literally anything the next movie is, someone will hate it. Um, I mean, that is true 100% like like Star Wars is is this weird thing where like the people who say they love it just hate everything about it it's bizarre and I don't understand it but anyway I'm okay with Star Wars taking a taking a three-year break I don't love it but I'm okay with it um but what I hate is that I'm gonna have to wait two years between each movie like, Jesus Christ, why are you making me wait this long? I don't want to... I liked what they had going for a while. Why can't we go back to the glory days of 2015, 2016, and 2017 when it was it was main trilogy movie, spin-off, main trilogy movie, and then it should have continued that like that. Just, you know, spin-off, main trilogy, you know, something like that. Like, I liked one a year. I thought that was a perfect amount. And now it's going to be one every two years and that won't even start until three years from now and it's just like man this sucks and i guess avatar is supposed to be something that like satiates my star wars appetite in the on the off years and i'm gonna put my foot down and say no it will not i don't care about avatar i i didn't really care about the first do you want to know how many times i've seen avatar steve how many times adam i've seen it one time I saw oh, yeah, it one time 10 years ago. I don't yep. fucking care. Like, like, I'm sorry. Look, I know James Cameron is up his own ass about how amazing it is and how is the technology is, is so incredible and 3D is like the most, you know, spectacular visual stimulus ever to grace cinemas. But I don't care. I just don't. I The characters are uninteresting. The story is recycled. You know, the world is kind of pretty. It's neat to look at and i adam adam but, adam yes unobtainium oh god like it's <laughs> it the only like i i i feel like i'm harping on avatar a lot i don't think it's a bad movie i think it's a perfectly adequate movie and the fact that it's still the number one movie of all time which i find insulting bothers me and the fact that we're getting three more of them and they're replacing my star wars pisses me off to no degree <laughs> i can't stand it steve how dare they oh my well God. take solace in the fact that all the star wars movies that are going to come out are going to be spinoffs and therefore not as good as regular ones so it doesn't well, matter we don't know if they're going to be spinoffs or not we don't know anything about them all we know is that there's going to be three of them like it could be a new trilogy. It could be a. It could be like a old Republic thing. It could be anything. Yeah, or it could be the Adventures of Obi Wan Kenobi, the Adventures of Yoda, and the Adventures of the Sarlacc. <laughs> it could be those things too. I don't think they're gonna do that because it seems like they're kind of veering away from the whole spinoff territory after Solo bombed. So probably not. I but mean, it could be. I could have told them not to, but nobody listens to me. Hey, I you have liked such insight Solo. into these things. You liked Solo. Don't give me that shit. Yeah, I did, but it doesn't mean I needed it. I mean, okay, I can I can accept that. That's true. I, I did like Solo, but I didn't need it. I needed the other movies. Those were good. I, I mean, I, I needed Last Jedi and all that. But, yeah. You know, I, I didn't need Solo, a Han story, and I didn't need uh, Rogue One. Whatever the other one was that I forgot. I, for, I, I find it weird how much you hate Rogue One. 
I think you. Oh yeah, Rogue One. That's what it was called. <laughs> that dumpster fire. It's not that bad. Legitimately actually, forgot what it was. It's genuinely pretty good. I don't know why you hate it so much. Well, you're genuinely blinded, Adam. Oh my god. All right. I I don't really have anything more to say about this other than fuck Avatar. Give me more Star Wars. That's that's what it boils down to. Well, what if? Okay. What if we met halfway? What if they took the Star Wars crew and they went to Pandora? No. Fuck you. No. God. <laughs> I, Come on. I mean, okay, theoretically that'd be kind of fun, but I don't – Star Wars should not – Star Wars films should not cross over with other things. It's kind of fun for like a weird one-off like comic book or something. Like here's this weird what-if thing where, you know, Remember what would happen – Remember when Jones discovered the Millennium Falcon that was crashed? Yeah, like that's kind of a fun little thing. It's like, ah, oh, it's cute. A cute little comic, a what-if story. Um – I don't want that to be something that ever happens in a canonical movie because fuck you, like Star Wars is sacred and you can't you can't tarnish it by having a Marvel crossover. Like that's not <laughs> something you should well, do. Well they wouldn't do that. Although actually, you know what? They can't really do a crossover with Avatar because that either A means that uh humans exist in the Star Wars universe and people like from Earth, I mean, you know? We've just been fucking around this whole time. Or, B, there is a home planet for Han Solo-esque humans just out there in Star Wars, and nobody's ever gone there. And that kind of bugs the hell out of me. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I what don't... What would you prefer? Would you prefer that Earth as we know it exists in the Star Wars universe, or that, like, there's a human-esque mm-hmm. planet out there, like a home world for, like, Vulcans or something, but they're not, they just look like humans, you know? Uh, to be honest, I would prefer neither. I think Star Wars should be in this... This weird other universe that's both a long time ago, but also in the far future. Like, the Star Wars universe is so old that no one even remembers where humans came from. They've just always been around. And the humans are the most the most common race in the galaxy. I don't ever want to know the homeworld of humans in Wait the Star minute, Wars are universe. Are humans the most common race in the galaxy? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Man, Star Wars just got a lot smaller. Dude, it's always been that way. Look at the fucking movies. Like, there's a lot more humans than aliens. You can't prove those stormtroopers are humans. Yes, I can. (laughs) Prove it. Uh, Where's your math? It's not math, Steve. It's just the way that the stories are written. We know that um, Emperor Palpatine didn't like aliens very much. He was extremely racist to anything, anyone that wasn't human. Wait a minute, was Palpatine supposed to be human? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, Palpatine was human. I mean, he was like, you know, all scarred and fucked up, but he was still well, human. Well, yeah, that's because he used the force lightning on Mace Windu. I remember I was there. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's why. Uh, and yeah, no, he was human and he did not, like, the only non-human that was a member of the um, of the Empire was uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Like, he was literally the only one. And it, it took And it took him years to, like, work his way up the ladder to get to where he ended up. And then, of course, he disappeared into the unknown regions, so it... I will take your word for it. Just don't worry about Wait it. Wait a minute. What was General Grievous? Uh, first of all, he was not a member of the uh, Imperial hierarchy. He was dead before the Imperials were around. Whatever. And just answer the question. I, I don't know his race off the top of my head. I don't even know if we know what his race is. I think we do. Uh, I, I mean, could look it up. sick-ass robot, obviously. Well, but... no, he used to be a human – or not a human, but he used to be an alien, and then he got fucked up, and then they, like, rebuilt him with technology. Okay, he... but do you think he was more like a Gamora, or he was more like a 
fucking uh, guy from the bar who gets his arm cut off. More akin to the guy from the bar who gets his arm cut off. Similar-ish mm. to that. Not less, not just like less. not just like a human with different colored skin. No, not that. Well, that's my favorite kind of alien. Well, of course it is, Steve. Because where they're because exactly the same, fuck. except that they're not. It's because you're a sick fuck, Steve. Okay, well, that's not why. <laughs> I mean, if you're asking me whether I would like to go to town on Gamora or the guy that got his hand cut off, I think you know my answer. Well, I mean, yeah, but... same here. But, like, you know, that's because it's Captain Zoe... Kirk bangs the green chicks for a reason, not the spiders. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are we doing? All right, um, you, you I don't brought even, it up. I, I was just even talking know, about how I, don't I like know the design better. But no, 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 eh, Steve wants to fuck aliens. <laughs> Um, Star Wars. I like Star Wars. The next movie yeah, well, is in yeah, three thanks, years. Adam. Good, well put. That is that. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but yeah, the next movie cutting is in, edge journalism right is, there is boys three and years after the last movie, and we're moving on to our next and last piece of news, uh, which is weirdly kind of my favorite piece of news, just because it's like, oh God, th- thank you, thank you. Um, so the Gambit movie that we've been talking about for, what, three years now? Four? Uh, intermittently. I don't think it's been a regular topic of conversation. Yeah, w- that's because we don't talk about it every time they get rid of another director because it's happened like four times. Anyway, the Gambit movie that we've talked about a few times before that has always been in development hell and has always had issues is officially dead. They're not making it. It's not happening. Sorry, Channing Tatum, but like the answer is no. This is not going to be made. And thank you, Disney. You know, oh dear, sweet overlords, uh, for getting rid of this movie, so I don't have to talk about it anymore because I'm tired of talking about it. I don't think Disney was doing it for us, Adam. I think no, they were just no, doing it was specifically it was for the, me. They were hemorrhaging money like crazy on this thing. It was, probably. It was specifically for me, Steve. Oh. Well, congratulations. You should use that power for better things, though. I would have <laughs> suffered through a Gambit movie. If you had power to influence Disney, this is not where you should have wasted it. Dude, if I had power to influence Disney... The world Disney, could have recovered from a Gambit movie. If I had power to influence Disney, I would make them buy this show, and I wouldn't work anymore. That would be what I would do. Shit, you're right. That's a good idea. <laughs> and we would do this show every day, Steve, and it'd be yeah. terrible. Yo, Disney, hit me up. Oh, please. <laughs> Let's talk something out. This, this week's episode brought to you by Disney. If we say that enough times, they'll actually have to make it happen. Otherwise, we'll be liars. Or, or we'll get a cease and desist. One of the two. Uh, oh. we, we don't know. Mm. We'll find out. <laughs> Wait. Can we get a cease and desist if we haven't taken any money from them? I'm pretty sure that we can. We're not using yeah. their intellectual property. Yes, but we're mentioning them and we're presenting ourselves, theoretically, we're presenting ourselves as being like a member of their team or whatever. And if we're not, mm. that can be considered That can be considered like we'd be Gosh, liable right. or whatever. Yeah. This episode brought to you by people who like Disney. There, <laughs> there go. we go. Brought to you by people who like Disney. Because, you know, pra- praise them. Praise them. Yeah. Praise them. <laughs> All right. So, like, no, uh, for real, though, uh, Disney, if you want to get at this, like, I will I will do whatever. <laughs> I, it doesn't even matter what. Just give me some of that Disney money. You, you, can, you can break out the Star Trek uh, spiders. He'll go for it. <laughs> Dude, fun. for, like, Disney money? Absolutely. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I will fuck a thorax or two if I can get those sweet Disney bills. I mean, like... Okay, hang on, though. Not any of that, like, Mickey Mouse money they give away in the gift shops and stuff. No, I'm talking, like, actual real Hearn blood money. (laughs) 
I mean, they can like some of those frozen residuals. There can even be literal blood on it. I'll still take it. Like, you oh know, yeah, absolutely. That, that's totally fine. That's yeah. I'm not worried about that. I won't ask where the white powders and red stains came from. <laughs> that's not my prerogative. All right, so uh, we are now done with the news. Gambit, Gambit. Hang on, we're not oh, done with the Gambit thing yet. What? What? All right, fine. Go ahead. Go, go, go. Make make fun of them. Make fun of Gambit. It's fun. Okay. Well, first of all, I forgot that this was happening. You know, you tell me a lot of. <laughs> Of stuff on the show. In case anybody hasn't figured this out yet and needs a peek behind the curtain, Adam finds all the things we talk about. It's true. And I just sit here and listen mostly. Yeah. So I mean, you know, whilst contributing equally, of course. Of course. Uh, but uh, you do do I all the editing. Usually forget so. most of the things we talk about almost immediately. <laughs> like for the description in the episode, I have to go back and listen to the episode to remember what we talked about. And I forgot that we were making a Gambit movie at all. And the fact that it's canceled fills me with this sort of like, oh, thank God. Because <laughs> now I don't have to worry about remembering it anymore. Now it's just gone. It's just gone. Yeah, it's, yep. it's over. I'm sure there's other movies that are in the works that I complained about that are still being made. But oh, I yeah. will just have to hope those get canceled too. Yeah. As is the way. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really have anything more to say about Gambit. I, I think Gambit's a cool character in, in theory. Like, I have nothing against Gambit as a character. I just, like, this particular iteration has been so fucked so many times that it's just like, you know, I, I think the writing is on the wall, you guys, and I'm glad that they finally figured it out. And I guess it took... Do you th- okay, do, do you think that there was somebody who finally threw their hand up and they were like, all right, so we're just going to quit, right? <laughs> like, mean, do you think there was anybody who did that? There's a brave soul who was like, you know what? No more. I mean, or honestly, did they just kind of like run I, out of money and so just kind this, of forget to get this more? This movie was being made by Fox, right? Um, for like uh, all, right, all this time. And then Disney bought Fox. So I'm guessing it's more of like Disney's like, show us what you got. And Fox is just like, Ooh, he, yeah, that's probably right. And then Fox is like, here it is. And they're like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, no. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. We're not. So they send no. down some suits with Disney pins and sunglasses. And they're like, yep. all right, show us how far your movies come. And they scramble together like <laughs> what amounts to like a second grade play. And it's like, OK, OK. <laughs> There's gonna be some changes around here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I really. Number one, you're all fired. We're bulldozing this building to put another theme park. Get out. <laughs> this you is know? all like, being. I... This is all being gonna be part of the uh, Galaxy's Edge attraction at Disneyland. Like you know, I'm sorry. Uh, you can get a job working as uh, Job of the Hut if you prefer, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the I only mean, thing. Yeah, you know what? That's my new favorite interpretation of the story now is that they had a movie going and Disney showed up and was like, that's trash, get out. <laughs> and then they just were done. And they just canned the movie. Yeah. God, I hope that's what happened. Right in the middle of production. That's definitely what yep. happened. It's like the Sonic movie when people complained about, oh, oh shit, we didn't talk about the Sonic movie oh, at all. Oh, God. No, we didn't talk about the Sonic movie. Oh, oh man, we missed last God, week. God, I we forgot We missed the big announcement about that. about that, how it was stupid. Okay, well, let's talk about how it was stupid first, and then let's talk about corrections. Go. Sonic movie. Okay, Sonic movie. Uh, I saw the trailer. It was awful. It. Holy shit, Steve. Holy shit. Why? Why did they play Gangster's Paradise? Why? <laughs> is that what bothered you about it? Yes, Gangsta's that was Paradise? the main thing. That was the I was more bothered by that song than I was by his design, Steve. Why? Why? That was such Why does Gangster's Paradise was, offend you? I like Gangster's Paradise. It's a good song, but it's so not appropriate for a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Oh my god, Steve. Like like <laughs> 
Could you pick a worse song? Could you pick a song? I don't know, that... Chandler. Could you? <laughs> is it, could you pick a song that is that is like worse or like in any way like even less reflective of the source material? Could you do it? Because I don't think you could. Well, the source material is uh, a hedgehog defending the forest from a Captain Planet villain. So, I mean, I mean, there's not a lot of songs for that, I, really. I, I, I'm. I understand that, Steve. I'm not saying maybe like through the fire and the flames from Guitar Hero. You know, honestly, that would be better. I would, I would have, to, I would have preferred that over uh, Gangster's Paradise. It's just such a disconnect from what I wanted. Yeah, I actually wasn't bothered by that part. I thought it was funny, but songs and trailers never really bother me. Okay. On account of that, we just have to work. It's it's like Suicide Squad did too. You know, you just pick up, you put all your money into having songs that are worth money into your movie and that makes your movie a little bit better and i don't have a problem with that because whatever soundtracks don't bother me what does bother me is terrifying uncanny valley hedgehog monsters (laughs) yes no i i also hate that his teeth steve why does he have teeth his human he has hands his hands people hands with like fingernails he's got people hands he has like weirdly almost human proportions look at his legs why do they stretch him out like that why do they make him almost like a toddler why is he like that it's so creepy and why is he played by john ralphio from fucking parks and rec i mean honestly that that's actually not a terrible casting choice but like but it just kind of sounds weird to me and the whole thing just looks wrong also what the fuck is going on with jim carrey Jesus Christ, uh, Jim Carrey. He's, he's just Jim Carreying. It's like it's like they took Jim Carrey from the '90s, put him in his 2018 body, and had him film a fucking movie. Like he is so over the top, and so at least he looks like he's having fun. I can give him that. At least he looks like he's enjoying himself. But good lord, the, he looks uh, he looks terrible, and he looks and he sounds he sounds. Uh, so so dumb and irritating and like cheesy and just cringe that's the word he sounds cringy as fuck steve like who wrote those lines and like uh, who i don't know filmed i imagine it? a team of script writers who wrote those lines who filmed it who said yep this is good and decided to put it in the trailer like why <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I my favorite part though my favorite part of it is that we see him look like a regular-ish kind of guy but then at the end of the movie he's got his full-on Robotnik look like his giant mustache yep. and his bald head and I don't know where the transition happens in the movie but it could not have been a logical one <laughs> no way like okay to be you honest know, like, I he, actually wait, like when the he end. licks the electric hair for mm-hmm. some reason he licks the electric hair and he gets all shocky Mm-hmm. I think what happened is he has a mustache already. He licks the hair, his mustache puffs up, yep. and then he shaves his head, and that's where we get our Robotnik costume from. There and you go. That is an unacceptable. And then Sonic. <laughs> it's bad. And it's then bad. Sonic uh, spins so fast he uh, breaks through the Speed Force barrier uh, and launches Robotnik into the into a Mad Max world, and he has to get uh, uh, goggles and uh, you know. Well, Robotnik has goggles in some of the things. That doesn't bother me. It's the fact that it's well, first of all, that it's Jim Carrey, like Jesus Christ. But yeah, the well, second fact yeah. that it's this. Why does Sonic look so bad? <laughs> that, that's that is honestly the biggest takeaway. It's so bad, Steve, that they decided to like fix it after the fact. Yes, like, I am 
I thought that was incredible. Like, like that so many people ban you know what, Adam? We're yeah. negative on this show sometimes. We but are. Sometimes it's nice to be positive and it ter- it just show- goes to show that when something is just shit enough, <laughs> the entirety of the human race can band together to fight aliens or to criticize some grad students like weird uncanny valley hedgehog monster and bully them into changing it. <laughs> yes, Steve. Be the change you wish to see in the world. I'm really exactly. glad that we were able to band together about something that really matters. Changing exactly. the design exactly. of Sonic in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Thank oh God God. We're, we're did here. You ever see, did you see the mock-up that a fan did like yeah. immediately afterwards? Yeah, I it did. looks like an actual realistic version of video game Sonic. And he look, it looks pretty damn good. Yeah. I was Why like, does he damn. just look like that? Why does he just look like that? I don't know. I don't have an answer for you, Steve. Why all are they I trying know, to realize him up? All I know is I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, and me too. Like I'm, I'm glad that they're going to like go back to the drawing board and try to fix it, but I can't imagine they're going to be able to. You can't, you can't redesign an entire character after the movie's already been like been made or like well, almost made. Well, that's kind made. of the thing is that since he's not real, they probably can. You think? I don't know. Maybe yeah, they I mean, can. all they have to do is like, re- but, I mean, yeah, it still takes time yeah, to like CGI reanimate him. CGI takes time, in there, but... and I just don't think that they're going to have enough time to do it. Like, unless they delay the movie, that would be one thing. But, like, the movie comes or out in, like, six months. Or just cancel it. Huh? Disney? Huh? It's not, uh? I don't think it's Disney. Is it Disney? Yeah, but they could buy them. <laughs> I mean, that is true. They could. Uh, yeah, I, I... The movie looks terrible. It looks laughably terrible. And I kind of want to see it just to, uh, to make fun of it. Do you think... I mean... Could it break the record and could it get below a 3 out of 10, which is what we gave Fantastic Beasts 2? Could it oh, Could shit. it be the lowest rated, critically complained movie of all time? God damn it. Do we have to go see the Sonic movie I now? I think we should. Fuck. I, I kind of want to. It's going to be Fine. so bad, Steve. Fine. I'll go see the goddamn Sonic movie. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh my god. Do you know what would be even better? If they if they release the exact same trailer again, <laughs> but they put the new Sonic in it with Gangster's Paradise and everything. That so sounds it's exactly good. the same, just with new Sonic in it. That sounds And pretended good. like the first one never happened and expected us all to do the same. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, no shame at all. Mm. I would be okay with this. I would just like it if they just like released it like next week and they made it even worse. That's what I'm kind of hoping Even for. Even worse. <laughs> what if they what if their redesign is to make it so he doesn't have hair and he's just like this like naked mole rat running around. <laughs> I just like there's so much you can do. I I want to see this redesign. I want to see how much they're going to change and how much they're going to go back to what it's supposed to be or whether they're going to make it even worse. I just I'm you so think it's excited. Like Sonic 2006, where it's just like a really <laughs> cartoony hedgehog amongst pseudo-realistic people? Yes, I do think that. That's exactly mm. what it's going to be. Yes. Mm. <laughs> do you think that uh, someone's going to kiss it like they did in Sonic 06? Yeah, I hope so. Because that sounds pretty My cool. fan fiction's not going to get any new material otherwise. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of ashamed of myself for almost forgetting to talk about this movie. Fan fiction? N- no, movie. The oh, trailer. Okay. No, not, not not the fan fiction. That 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 belongs only to me. Yeah, um, that's private for your and your thoughts only. <laughs> uh, all right, just so you and the police. I, I think I think we're done. So we're gonna move on to uh, my humble opinion. Do you have a humble opinion? 
Did I talk about my magic book? Your magic book? Uh, I think you did. I don't know. I kind of zoned out, I think. so. Wow. All right, then. <laughs> I, well, no, you know what? I think you said that you were going to talk about your magic book, but I don't think you have yet. I think that's what it was. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, well, I don't want to get too much into it, but because uh, I don't want to bore people with a story they couldn't possibly understand without <laughs> context. Because, I mean... Adam, if I if I listed the course of events of three sentences to you, would you be able to understand any of it? Wait, the the course of events in three mm-hmm. sentences? Yeah. Just like a catch-up of what has previously happened in the mythos. If you can do it, like, in three sentences, that maybe, sure. Okay. The Justice League went to go fight a dragon. Okay. Uh, the dragon is taking over the city. Okay. And... He has magic, so they need to use better magic, but they are not as good as him, so it's probably going to fail. Okay. Now you're caught up. That's good enough for me, Steve. I like that. Concise. Mm-hmm. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Uh, all right. So anyway, the Gatewatch went to Ravnik to fight Nicol Bolas while he had activated the Immortal Sun. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, the takeaway uh... here is basically that there's a, okay, there's a lot of people in, ma- in the magic story uh, a lot of characters, and they're called planeswalkers, and they can walk between planes, as the name would suggest. That's like a multiverse thing. And one of these planes is called Ravnica, and it's a giant world. Like, the entire world is one big city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. there is a one big bad guy planeswalker. He is a dragon, and his name is Nicol Bolas. And he is trying to become an immortal god by doing a thing that you couldn't understand because you didn't read the previous stories. doesn't matter. Basically, he's on Ravnica doing it. Uh, the Gatewatch, that's our main heroes are going there to try to stop him while gathering allies. But whoopsie-daisy, they already failed once because they're shit. Uh, and he's, a, you know, a dragon, and they're shit. So they're going to go try it again after uh, pick, dusting themselves off and ho- doing a whole bunch of shit with pirates and things. Don't worry about it. Uh, then they get there, and every character who has ever been in a magic story before is in this story. Oh, God. Like, every character. Okay. Now, it's basically the Marvel endgame of the of the magic world because this is the do or die situation if they don't beat this guy everybody will die literally everybody will die okay so it's kind of a big deal well that sucks yeah so they have to get every single planeswalker to this plane to fight him and that sounds fucking rad right like it sounds like yeah it sounds pretty epic yeah well jokes on you you idiot because it's actually garbage oh great yeah awesome this yeah this book is written like I think how I described it to somebody else was like Sharpie doodles on a bathroom wall. It's just <laughs> embarrassingly badly written. Like just so sad. It's I I was so excited. I pre-ordered the book. I bought a real life book and I read a book with paper and ink and everything. Wow, Steve, look at you. Yeah, I'm so like impressed. a fucking idiot. And look well. what it got me. A terrible book. Anyway, there's like a new character in the story, and he's like the author, the the audience surrogate character because he doesn't know any. He's a brand new planeswalker. He's first time planeswalking. So basically, what happens is that one in every 100 people is born with the potential to be a planeswalker. And if you have a potentially life threatening situation or a traumatic event in your life, you planeswalk away from that thing naturally to whatever plane will provide you with a solution. Hmm. And that's how you become a planeswalker, basically. Okay. And then you can just do it whenever you want. But that's how it happens the first time. So basically, he's dying on his home world of shitty desert world and transports to Ravnica, which is also where everybody else is dying. So actually, it's a bum rap for him. And he just 
sits there and, and has to ask questions on our behalf, except that this book is stupid and it relies on you having read all the previous stories to understand it, but also explains everything to you like you're a brand new reader. But it goes back and forth between doing the two, and it's really annoying because either A, be inclusive and just have everybody, or B, the preferred option, just have it be that it only applies to people who read the previous stories so the only ones who are going to buy the book anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. most of the stories are about him, and he's not very interesting, but we got a lot of him, so get used to it. We've got uh, a bunch of other characters that uh, get showing up for, like, one fucking scene and do absolutely goddamn nothing. Like, legendary legacy characters from the mythos of this world show up and do nothing. Like, okay, you got uh, you got Karn, awesome. the Silver Golem. You he's, know, he's a super powerful metal planeswalker, I, artificially this, made by the greatest magic to, mind in all of I magic. I know that this is your humble opinion, but I have to take a moment and say, hearing this and having recently seen Endgame just makes me appreciate how hard it really is to do a big epic crossover well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, it requires... Well, they shouldn't have hide and, hide, uh, yeah. It's so hard. Yeah. It, it takes so much thought. And you have to, like, give everyone a moment to shine, but you don't want anyone to outshine anybody else. And, like, it's it's really hard to have everyone be included while not feeling like you're just doing a checklist and, you know, making it feel like it's fake. Like, oh, man. Right. I feel bad for well, people who have to do this. But also, yeah, well, I'm sorry that this one anywho, didn't work out. Anyway, anywho, continue. Bad, bad shit happens. Uh, so he sucks. Uh, but they have all these legacy characters. You got Karn, the silver golem. He is uh, a golem made of silver. Uh, he's also an artificial planeswalker, the only one in existence that we know of. And he was created by the world's mo- or the, the magic's most popular and most important character, Urza. And he is a time-traveling goddamn robot of magical super proportions. He's also part of the legacy weapon. He has the power to absorb artifacts and their power and destroy entire worlds. Okay. And you know what he does in this story, Adam? What does he do, Steve? Punches things. <laughs> like, off-screen punches oh, things. Oh, even worse. Off-screen. I love it. Yeah, he was part of one little... Okay, so at one point, they break off a, l- a bunch of people to go do stuff. And him and two other Planeswalker characters... One is a pseudo-important one, and one is one we just know by name. Go to a place, do a thing for a second, and then just go back. And that's the book. Mm. Basically, everybody at all times is either coming back from doing a thing, or doing a thing, but doing it super quickly and anticlimactically. There's also a lot of deaths in this book that should have weight, but have zero weight. Because we don't know anything about any of these people when they die. Because it's one of the one of the characters in there's name is Dak, and he dies on the page, and it means nothing because nobody gives a shit. Like he just dies unceremoniously in the middle of a sentence, and he had like half the book was chapters about this idiot, and he's just gone, and nobody gives a shit, and it's really annoying, and it's just so frustrating because I was so excited. I'm sorry. And in the end, spoiler: they don't even win. Oh. That's like, they lame. do win, but in, like, a way that doesn't matter. Like, they didn't win. It was stuff outside their control that actually won them the day. So, like, they basically didn't even have to be there. That's that's. It's terrible. really fucking frustrating. I'm, I'm really... And it sucks because they, int- in the previous stories, were really good. And they had, like, this awesome couple characters that I was looking forward to. So there's the one guy named Jace. He's a part of the Gatewatch. And there's a Gorgon named Vraska. And she is a villain turned anti-hero 
and rom- and newfound romantic interest for Jace. But she, okay, long story short, she was working for Bolas at the time, but then she found out she was a bad guy, but she didn't want Bolas to know that she was a double agent, so she had Jace erase her memories of meeting him so she would think she still worked for Bolas, and then Jace would come back and restore her memories while still working for Bolas, and they would work together to undermine him. And that sounds cool, except that, A, when we got to this book, they just undid all of that, and she just had all her memories, so it ruined that cool plot idea they had. And she just bailed. And we didn't even get a satisfying conclusion to their newfound relationship because it was in the last two pages. Ah! Anyway, so the crux of the issue is that this book was really exciting from the outside until I actually read it, and I'm really upset. And the first couple chapters, other people have mentioned this, the first chapter, couple pages, farting and poop. That's terrible, but thank you. (laughs) Awesome. So there's nothing good about this book. So my humble opinion, War of the Spark, a magic story is hot fucking garbage. Awesome. Well, I'm sorry, Steve. Um, so, oh God, where, where do I even... There's so many things I have been reading lately. Um, all right. All right, all right, let's see. I, I want to do Assassin's Creed again, but I've done Assassin's Creed so many times that it's what I've been doing. I was told to tell you to stop talking about Assassin's Creed. <laughs> All right, fine. I will not talk about Assassin's Creed. Uh, instead, I have, a, I have a different one. I have recently gotten a new Star Wars audiobook. I haven't talked about one of these in a long time. Um, I'll, I'll try to keep it concise. I haven't quite finished. You know, I, I'll talk about the, other, the one I, wa- I read before. So, I recently read a book called Master and Apprentice, uh, written by Claudia Gray, who is one of my favorite Star Wars authors. And I was really excited for it, and I am happy to say that it was pretty good. It was not my favorite Star Wars book, and it wasn't even my favorite Star Wars book by her. As a matter of fact, if I had to be really picky about it, I would say it's probably one of my least favorites by her. But that really only is an insult because her other books are so good. Like, you know, the one this one is, is plenty good, and I very much enjoyed it. But anyway, I digress. Um, so the basic plot is that uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin, or excuse me, Obi-Wan and, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon, our master and apprentice, uh, set set before the Phantom Menace. Uh, they've been master and apprentice for about, I think they said, four years. So, And, and this is still like another six years before uh, the Phantom Menace. So like they're still like, like right in the middle of their apprenticeship, basically. Uh, and they, they have not synced very well at all they've they've been together all this time but they're just they're they're just not it's not working very well they're not syncing up like Qui-Gon will give Obi-Wan instructions and Obi-Wan will follow them and then Qui-Gon will be no I meant this like they're just it's just not they're not meshing it's not working very well uh and they're trying to decide what they should do about this and then um Qui-Gon gets invited to join the Jedi Council and that's a really big deal to get invited to join the Jedi Council. There's only like, I don't know the exact number, but I mean, there's basically only like 10-ish members on the council at a time. Now, uh, wait a minute. What? Do they allow him to sit on this council but deny him the right of mastership? No, he's already a master, uh, and he would, no. <laughs> this is outrageous. It's unfair. No, it's not outrageous or unfair. Um, they invite him, but he doesn't immediately say yes because that's uh, considered to be... Uh, 
rude like you're supposed to be like i will consider this masters and and so that's what he does he's considering wait it. a minute is there circum there's pomp and circumstance to being invited to being on the master's circle yes there so you have is. to be like no the first time no you what don't you say yes you just not get to do it um no 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 uh, of course, you can say yes right away, but it's common practice for them for them to say that they need to meditate on it before. That's the, stupid. It's it's it is stupid, but it really shows you how fucked up the fucking. Hey, Jedi how'd you like are. that promotion? Uh, I'll have to think about it. Uh... Basically, um, but anyway, so uh, they invite him on the council. He says he has to think about it, and then but then he gets requested by one of his old friends to help to help him out on this planet that they're having this these issues with terrorists uh and so qui-gon and obi-wan go to the planet uh and qui-gon reunites with his old friend rail avaros uh qui-gon was a padawan of count dooku back in the mm -hmm. day uh which we already knew like that was a firmly established thing that qui-gon was a padawan of dooku and so was rail rail avaros was also a padawan of count dooku uh, Rail has this dark history where um, he the, sh the the very short version is that he had an apprentice and then that apprentice got like shot with this dart thing that like like can control her mind and then she attacked Rail and then he killed her in order to uh, stop her from killing him and to save a bunch of other people. And he's always felt extremely guilty about this because he killed his apprentice in order to save others because she was Why being... didn't he just use the force to pull the dart out? No, it doesn't Duh. It doesn't work that way. Uh, it was like the, how do you know the how damage was already done. Now, yes, it could have been undone, but he didn't have the equipment to undo it at the time. And he didn't, he also wasn't like able to like incapacitate her incapacitate why did he just use the force to choke a bitch i don't well because force choking is a is is a dark side power you're not supposed to be able to do How that is it a dark side power it's literally just picking stuff up with the force but squeezing it's attacking instead. someone with them it doesn't matter i don't ah, know that's pussy ass uh, jedi i mean you're right but uh anyway the point is that he animal has, friendship he has a lot of guilt over killing his apprentice and Qui-Gon, for his part, has a lot of blame because he doesn't think that Rail made the right choice. He thinks that Rail could have, like, not done what he did, but he did it anyway. So it's, you know, so there's there's some tension there. Um, but Qui-Gon gets called there because because they're old friends. Uh, Qui-Gon is, is investigating these terrorists, and it turns out that the terrorists are not actually terrorists. Um, well, they are, sort of. Uh, they're this uh, theater group uh, that theater group theater like group yeah like, like thespians. thespians thespians they're thespians who were putting on political demonstrations uh, and then other people like this entirely other group started mm -hmm. like blowing up buildings and shit and saying that it was this theater group they call themselves the opposition that's the theater groups that's like their name. And so the opposition is now being treated as this terrorist organization, even though they haven't done anything of the sort. They're just a bunch of assholes who put on displays and like do like fire. The Mandarin. Yeah, and like you know, and fight and shoot fireworks and shit like that. Um, shoot fireworks. <laughs> it doesn't. Just don't worry about it, Steve. It's fine. Um, and Qui Gon figures this out, but Rail is unwilling to like listen to Qui-Gon at all is convinced that the that the opposition is lying to Qui-Gon because Rail is it's Rail's job he's like he's the 
the sort of the what is it the I can't think of the name not the ru- not the ruler but I the regent he's like the regent mm-hmm. of this world uh he's a jedi obviously Claude Frollo sure sure uh he's the regent of this world because he um was sent there by the jedi council in order to like manage things until the queen comes of age um and I will never understand the political system of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Every planet has a different political system. That's how it works. Okay, hang on a minute. Just stop all this nonsense. Can you explain to me what a Jedi does? A Jedi uh, keeps the peace in the Republic. Okay, what does that mean? Are they a it, governing body? N- are they like a branch of the government? Or they, are they like a military service? Uh, they are, or a police force? A ki- they are similar to a police force. Um, okay, but they are affiliated with the universal government or something. Yes. They are, so they are religion yes. that is in charge of keeping the peace. Yes. I see. They are a religious order uh, who, yeah. have, who have obviously have uh, extreme power um, mm-hmm. whose job it is to keep the peace in the Republic. They serve the Republic, they serve the Senate, but they do not make the rules Now, themselves. hold on a tick. First of all... Let's put aside the fact that anybody can use the Force. Didn't you see Rogue One? But Okay, uh, no, that means that's, that's not that's... how that works. Yeah, yaha, the one guy was, like, using the Force to walk forward and not get shot by lasers. He duh. was walking forward in faith. That doesn't mean With he was the using... Force. He was not using the Force. Using the Force he to walk forward. not using the Force. That is not... Anyway, that movie's stupid. No, but it the is more not. Important issue, the more important issue is that Jedi, as far as I'm aware... We're not established by the Republic, yes. They are a separate individual religion that started uh, somewhere else studying Force or something, yes? I believe that is true, yes. But they somehow and now joined they the are, Republic. what, just owned by the government? Uh, yeah, I mean, the government's been around for a very long time, but yeah. Right, I, yeah, I know, long time ago, galaxy far, far away. But, like, that means that at one point the Jedi were peacekeepers of nothing, and they were, in some way either strong-armed or bought or something and to be encircled into the government as its personal peacekeepers. Yes. And that's just what we know what Jedi's are. They're not like mystical warriors. They're just like They're mystical war- they're mystical no, oh, warriors. Actually, you know what? Serve... Not stormtroopers like in Star Wars, stormtroopers like in real life. <laughs> Fine. Yes. Yes. That is basically accurate. It's a bit of a you're kind of um summarizing things a little bit, but yes. That's mostly correct. Okay. I just want to make sure we're on the same page that the Jedi aren't the good guys. I mean, I would actually agree that the Jedi are not the good guys. And that's actually a conclusion that uh, Qui-Gon himself comes to, but we'll get there. So I'm trying to... Yes, I know. He makes the Force ghost, Grey Jedi and all that. Uh, Yes and yes. But anyway, so... So, uh, Rail is convinced that Rail feels guilty over his Padawan, and because of that, he's obsessed with keeping Fanry, who's the princess, safe. That's like his number one goal. He's a, he's he's not a very good Jedi. He's very passionate, and he's like at least to the dark side, you know. Kind of does. He he's border. He's he's very much on the border of like almost dark side, but not really. Like he has sex with people. Um, which obviously you're not supposed to oh, do. Oh yeah, you're not allowed to do that. As man, being a Jedi is no fun. Well, okay, it's in t- technically speaking, uh, you ca- they are allowed to have sex. It's frowned upon, but like they're like it's not like illegal or anything like that. Actually, hey, wait a minute. Are there like commandments of the Jedi's? 
Like, do they have rules? They definitely have rules, yes. Okay, but what happens? Is there, like, Jedi sin or It's or not what? a What's... sin per se. It's more of, like, you get brought before the Jedi Council. They hear your case. They They are told the circumstances surrounding whatever happened to you or whatever you did. And then they decide whatever the you know punishment you deserve yeah. depending you are on... accused of fucking four prostitutes well, yes but i had a good reason well okay i okay. had a boner see technically the jedi code or whatever in this particular case is that jedi are not allowed to form attachments to people so having so sex prostitutes with... are fine yes actually having awesome. uh, having sex with people is not necessarily a bad thing Falling in love and marrying someone uh, is not allowed, but so just... I can have as much sex as I want as long as I never love anybody. Yes, that is correct. Easy. Yes. Done. Um, and actually... They, Jedi, here I come. But the Jedi are not completely adamant against, like with these rules. They do make exceptions. There was one member of the Jedi Council, actually who uh he was he was a member of a race that had like very few males and so he, he actually had several wives uh in order to like propagate pro- his species. yeah to propagate his species like he he was there were special awesome. circumstances and so he was allowed to have several wives but like they weren't romantic it was a it was a very practical marriage that like you know mm-hmm. it's just like we're going to do this very in, pragmatic sort of I, laying egg situation yes yes very much so um, awesome. But anyway, yeah, we're getting a little bit off track here. I just have so many questions about the inner workings of the Star Wars religion. <laughs> Rail Avaros. Can you be excommunicated from the Star Wars? From Absolutely, Jedi? yes. Yes, you can be kicked Do out. Do you lose your force powers? No. Do you lose your lightsaber? Yes. All right. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, because otherwise it seems, like, worth it to just bail, but if you lose the lightsaber, that's, like, half the fun. Though, technically speaking, like, uh, it, it, it depends. You could t- you could maybe take your lightsaber, but I think that they typically want the lightsaber back. But like, Well, I don't think it's like a – well, hang on a minute. I don't think it's like a turning your gun and badge thing because it's a religion. You have to volunteer to do that. If you excommunicate, I don't think they make it's you It's a bit more complicated than that. They're not – they're not exactly volunteered. It's actually very common for the Jedi to be um, taken to the Jedi te- Temple, like, when they're very young, like babies. You mean like when they kidnapped Anakin? Yeah, I remember. No, I was there. I'm talking way younger than that. I'm talking, like, fucking infants. Like, oh. to put it in perspective, Obi-Wan joined the uh, Jedi Order when he was, I think it was three or four, and that was considered old to join. Like... It's Weird. very common for them to join when they're less than one years old and, like, just be, like, raised by the Jedi. Indeed. All right. If they present Force powers, they're, like, basically abducted by the Jedi and raised with this very strict, like, religion. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I did not know that. Yeah. That is – that puts them in a whole new kind of, like, the, I mean, side. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but my actual question was – since the lightsabers are made by the Jedi and have, you know, the special phoenix feathers inside that make them connected to you or whatever. <laughs> yes. Can they take away your lightsaber? Because it's not like they're going to reuse it, right? It's like, you know, connected to your force wills or something. It's more of a symbolic thing because a lightsaber is considered a Jedi weapon. So if you are choosing not to be a Jedi anymore, then you really shouldn't have a lightsaber. But again, there are exceptions to that rule. Like, it's not it's not cut and dry. This is a very loose organization they got here. It is very much a loose organization, which is one of the many problems it has, um, which is that, yeah, like, the rules are, like, 
open to interpretation and not very clear and there's you know there's exceptions and there and there's gray area and that's like whoa, it's whoa. not gray clear eyes are bad well yeah but the rules like for example it's like you know you cannot form attachments it's like well, what does that mean? I mean, they're yeah, like, rate, well, like they can't have friends at all. They have a master and apprent and an apprentice. Is that mm -hmm. not an attachment? Like, is that not, not allowed? Know their name. Like, if you were to be a strict Jedi, you would have no friends whatsoever. But you're also supposed to be compassionate. But you're supposed to also be uncaring. Like, none of it makes any fucking sense when you actually sit down and think about it. Well, feelings lead to anger, and anger leads to hate, and hate leads to the dark side, Adam. Oh, yeah. Here's another thing, right? They're always told that, you know, that, you know, to, like, distrust your feelings and to, and to blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, you Use can't... the Force, Luke. But they're also told... That, so they're told not to, like, follow their negative feelings, but they're also told to trust their feelings. Mm -hmm. Like, what is that... What are they supposed to actually do in practical terms? There isn't a clear answer. I think answer. this is like, there's like five different sub-religions forming inside the uh, Jedi thing at any t given time. And it, depending on who you ask, what member of the religion they are, they'll give you a different answer. I think it's one of those, like, it's it's almost akin to, like, Christianity, where there's, like, multiple sects sex of Christianity, and it's like, you know, oh, you know, they're, they're interpreting the Bible in different ways, and oh, you know... But it doesn't sound like the other versions of the Jedi, whatever, are adding rules. It seems like they're taking away rules. <laughs> I I don't you know. know. I, I see. That's the thing. Is it The other thing is that uh, in the books and whatever, they're sometimes deliberately vague in what the rules are. Like, not always. There are some rules we know of for certain. But, like, they don't – it's very rare for them to, like, lay things out in very practical, understandable terms – because it's intentionally vague because they don't want to like to write something in stone and then have someone else come up with a different idea later and then change it everything is also is always very vague in the star wars universe is there a pope there's not a pope i mean there's a grand master that's yoda yoda is the grand master of the jedi dead. council who is well i guess there's no jedi anymore are there? yeah there's so no jedi so yeah i guess grand master of the jedi was luke for the one movie he was still alive Yes, I would say that he was, I mean, he was literally the only one, so, yeah. <laughs> yep, that's fair. He would be considered a grandmaster. Uh, as far as I know, I don't think there's, there. I think there's only one at a time. I, I'm not sure on that. Well, that wouldn't be very grand if there was more than one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, actually, what? I think I asked this question before, too, but I don't remember the answer. So you said that there's only ever one Sith Lord, right? And, like, one apprentice because they only get the one? Yes. Okay, how do you know there's only one? Well, you don't technically, but like the way it's supposed to work is there is you were there's only supposed to be one and you're and if you are a Sith Lord, if you are a Sith, it is your A, your job to overcome and kill your master, and B, it is your job to take an apprentice and teach them the ways of the force and not let them overcome so kill you. So they this and not let them overcome you, but if they do, then that's it's like it's like a natural selection at like it's like absolute purist. It's That's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Eh, yeah, kind of. I mean, there how are you supposed to win a war against the Jedi's if you have one guy? See, okay, you have to keep in mind that like there are different versions of Sith. Like, there's one Sith who never took an apprentice because he didn't want to, because he was just like. Why would I do that? Like, I don't want anyone overthrowing me. Yeah, and also, a pragmatic guy. Why would I want to be overthrown? Why would I want to teach somebody how to kill me? 
Yeah, I mean, there are Sith who do that. It's always uh, it's it's up to you what you want to do. But oftentimes you want to live. <laughs> but oftentimes you want to have an apprentice because you want someone who is at least near your level of ability to like you know work as your to work as your servant or whatever. Otherwise, okay, but what just... if I just got like somebody and didn't teach him how to use the Force? Like, what if I just got me a Grievous? You can do that. People do that all the time. Wouldn't that make more sense? I mean, in some ways, yeah. Because, like, I feel like it'd be really stupid to teach somebody to use the Force. That's my one out, you know? Like, if a bad guy's coming at me, he's like, all right, it's time, Master. I'm turning on you. I'll be like, lightning, fucker, you know? Yeah, I mean. Or throw him off a cliff with my Force magic, you know? <laughs> like, why am I going to teach Again, him how to do that? Again, people do do what you're talking about. The idea is that it's, it's, the idea is that the Sith Order is important. You want, if you are a Sith, you want the Sith Order to continue. And if someone were to overcome you, you would be almost happy about it because A, you're a Sith and so your life is constant misery. And B, you're happy about it because the Sith Order is now stronger because you are gone because someone who is stronger than you took over. And then they train somebody. And then they train somebody and then that person is even stronger than the last person. Okay. I, I can see that in theory, but what if your apprentice just never overcomes you? What if you just die old? Um, then, then, then what? Then I guess you just die old and then your apprentice is just the new Sith Lord and then he has to train a new apprentice. Yeah, but it was all for naught then. Like, what if Palpatine never got thrown to that elevator shaft by Vader and just died peacefully in his sleep a couple years later? Uh, then Darth Vader would be the new Sith Lord. And that'd be fine, but, you know, he obviously wasn't stronger than Palpatine then because he didn't kill him. It's Again, it's not it's not perfect. Natural selection isn't perfect either. You know, the, the it, it, it takes a long period of time. It's not going to be like this, in, like, every, not every generation is going, is, is, is it going to be stronger than the last generation. But over a long period of time, you would, in principle, in theory, eat, you know, get stronger eventually. You get what I'm saying? Whereas the Jedi all getting shot by lasers because they're idiots. Yes. Order 66 and all that. Yes. That. Okay. Man, that is so, bogus as fuck. Am I allowed sorry, to, wait, like, actually about talk about the book that I read, or are we just going to keep oh. talking about Star Wars? <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with just talking about more Star Wars things, but you go ahead and talk about your book. All right, I want to talk about my book. I want to talk about... Okay. So, I, I, I completely lost where the fuck I was. Rail, uh, Rail the girl or whatever is obsessed was with pro- with pro- protecting the princess. That one, yeah. So he doesn't believe Qui Gon that the terrorists that the that the opposition are not actually terrorists, uh, and so they have this big fight, and then Qui Gon has this vision that there's going to be this big coronation ceremony where uh, the princess is going to become the queen and something very bad is going to happen at this coronation. And Qui Gon is just like, I want no part of this. Like, you know, I I will not be there at the coronation. We need to postpone the coronation. I had a vision. And then we find out that the Jedi have a very dismissive view of of prophecies and visions because... um, Weren't they all rock hard for prophecies and visions later? No, no, they are not. Absolutely not. Uh, Hang on a minute. They get, just hold on, I'm getting, let me explain it. Uh, It's very common for the Force to show people visions, but visions are often misinterpreted or not understood, and and you can't really trust them because they're often metaphorical. So, like, Yoda is of the opinion that you should not, that if you get a vision, you should just ignore it. 
because you don't know what it's going to mean anyway. So, and if you get obsessed with trying to figure out what your vision meant, that will lead to the dark side. That is Yoda's opinion. Because everything leads to the dark side. Yeah, I mean, basically, yeah. Um, now, other Jedi don't agree, like Qui-Gon, and say, no, I, you know, these visions are something that just are, are not something I sought out. They just happened, and I should use them to try to save people's lives. I'm not trying to control the future. I am merely trying to understand the future, so I am prepared for it. Uh, but Yoda would argue that, no, you know, you will inevitably try to control things and you'll get and you will become frustrated and you will be and like trying to know the future is trying to control the future and the dark side at its fundamental nature is trying to control things that you shouldn't control that was that's yoda's argument so anyway qui-gon has this vision he's going off of it the jedi council does not agree they appoint his Padawan, Obi-Wan, to be his, the representative of the Senate at this coronation instead. Qui-Gon's very upset about this, but, he, you know, he's not going to throw that big of a fit about it. They go to the, they, get, sure. they get to the fucking coronation, and then you find out that uh, Fanry, the princess, who is now the queen, is evil as fuck! And she tries to, and she tries to murder the person who gave her the crown... And she, and then she uh, is going to fight this evil corporation who enslaves people, uh, because, but not because she is against slavery, but because she doesn't want to be controlled by anybody. She, it's all about herself. And fucking Rail should have known that this person he was, you know, taking care of for eight years was evil as fuck. But he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Is she eight? Like how old is she? She's like sixteen. Oh, okay. Um, she was eight originally, but now she's 16, and she's been planning on doing this for years. Uh, and How did she, where'd her evil influences come from? See, yeah, I don't know. I She had this slave who, like, worked for her or whatever, who I'm, I, who I'm assuming, like, you know, kind of convinced her that slavery was bad and that she doesn't want to be controlled by this corporation. Uh, and so, I, I see, I don't know how she went so bad so fast, but she did. Um, and Rail didn't know because he didn't want to know. He was like, he was like deliberately ignoring all these bad signs because he was so obsessed with not fucking up again, letting her die. Literally see no, speak no, hear no evil. Yeah, basically. Um, and, uh, then bat and, and then, but then they, they win, they defeat her. Uh, and she is, um, she, she is dethroned and then her, and then, like her cousin or something, takes over the throne. Immediately signs it signs it away to a democracy, uh, and you know everything is hunky dory, happy. But the whole experience led to uh, Qui Gon and Obi Wan becoming closer and growing to understand one another and like what makes each other tick after all this time. So that's good. Uh, and it led to Qui Gon realizing that the Jedi Council is uh, completely full of shit, and he doesn't want to join. Because he doesn't agree with their philosophy on on the force, on policy, on slavery, on prophecies and visions. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's the what's the statue on on slavery? What's, so, what's the okay. opinion there? Officially speaking, the Republic does like doesn't have slavery, right? But I love how you phrased it. But at the same time, different. Uh, like different corporations and different people, different uh, systems, like you know planets or whatever, that are not a part of the Republic, 
are technically allowed to have slaves. Are we just going to talk about Star Wars, or can I talk about my book, Steve? I mean... All right, you know what? I'm going to just, like, summarize my book real quick, because because it's getting to the point where this episode's getting real long. So, let me okay. just... So, the book is pretty good. It does a good job exploring Qui-Gon and, and Obi-Wan's relationship. Uh, and it does a really good job exploring Qui-Gon's, like, philosophy on the Force and junk. And it's, it's, it, was, it was a fun read, and I really enjoyed it. Also, I was listening to the audio version, and the narrator does a really good Qui-Gon impression, which is really cool. Like uh, Liam Neeson? Yeah, like, similar to Liam Neeson, which is really neat. So, uh, those are my opinions. If I were to give this one a number, I'd probably give it, like, a... Seven and a half out of ten, something like that. Uh, so, in my humble, in my humble opinion, it was pretty darn good. Oh, I'll go retroactively give my book a thing as well. Uh, okay. Two out of ten, uh, Game Freak. Done. Bad, bad game. <laughs> bad game. Okay, cool. All right. So, uh, those are the complaints this week. If you can't complain, share it with your friends. Bye.